0: Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of the Nerdwave podcast where we're just going to talk about nerdy stuff that we like whether it's comic books, TVs, you know, not TVs but TV, movies, um, etc. Video games, whatever. Uh, I'm Kevin. I'll be uh, your host as well as a contributor um, and today we have Bobby as well as Jay. What's up guys? Hello. Hey. Just living the dream, man. Just living the dream. What? What? What is that dream?
1: Oh, uh, it's not a very good dream, but it's a dream. It's like it's like a 7 out of a 10 if we were to go on a scale. <laughs>
0: and what about you, Jay?
2: My dream is to one day have a 90-inch Sony Bravia TV. So we are going to
0: talk about TV. <laughs> okay. That's what I was hoping. Wait, we're Perfect. Not... Perfect. Those are instructions. Perfect. So that's the <laughs> subject of our first episode. It's uh, what TV you would like in your future. Um, uh, how does that sound, guys?
1: Uh, I think we could we could do
0: about two hours on that I think right (laughs) we could cover a whole week's worth of material there Um, but in all actuality we're going to be talking about um, our favorite or what we think is the best Star Wars movies we're going to be ranking them uh, just the saga the nine movies since the Rise of Skywalker just came out it's a little bit divisive I wouldn't say quite as divisive as the last movie but um, we'll see how we rank them so I guess we should just start
1: with the uh, with the one we think is the worst right guys it's it's there's no chance that we have anything but one movie in this spot, right? Well, let's well, find out. What do you guys got?
2: I have a tie.
1: A tie? You can't have a okay. tie. That's against how's the that, rules I just made up. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking <laughs> the rules again. Let's let's hear your tie. You All
0: right, what do you got? What do you got first?
2: All right, so tie for the last for me personally is Attack of the Clones and Last Jedi. Fair enough. Well,
1: okay. Could, do you want to go why you, you gave him uh, a tie? Uh, as a movie, full movie by itself,
2: Last Jedi can actually stand alone. You know, if you look past whatever the, the, the divisiveness of that movie was created by a, a divisive man, um, it might be enjoyable if you look at it as not a Star Wars movie. Although Attack of the Clones is just cheesy and... Not well written and not well directed, at all.
1: But what about if you really hate sand? I mean, matter. it is coarse and it gets
0: everywhere. <laughs> so, um, well, what did you have, Bobby? For your, uh, I guess just do give imagine... the last the last two since uh, since Jay did so.
1: Well, since... I didn't do it as a tie, but I do yeah. have the same movies. I have Attack of the Clones ninth and The Last Jedi eighth. What Jay said is exactly right. Uh, the Last Jedi is. It's a decent movie on its own. Like, if it was not Star Wars, like if it was like Space Battles, The Last Jedi, it's just a knockoff. That might be an okay movie. That might be a pretty good movie. But the fact that they ruined a lot of Star Wars lore, like, was really terrible for me. But Attack of the Clones, although it's a better Star Wars movie, it's such a bad movie, I can't put it anywhere but last.
0: Yeah, well, I think it is kind of interesting that all three of us had the same, uh, the same movies. There. <laughs> I had uh, Attack of the Clones and The Last Jedi. I had Attack of the Clones, worse, of course. I think it's the mm-hmm. worst movie by far, um, and I hate The Last Jedi. So that tells you how bad Attack of the Clones is. Um, but Jade, when you wrote it down, did you actually have Attack of the Clones at number nine? Like, was it the ninth one you wrote?
2: Oh yeah, what I did okay. is I, you know, I have it uh, one through nine, and eight is empty. Oh, okay. oh, I that's, see. What, that's okay. what I kind of figured. But They're which one did you physically write last? Physically wrote last was The Last Jedi.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. So we do differ yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I don't
2: know. I mean, it's alphabetical. So I guess maybe that's why I did it. It's going to have been
0: subconscious. No, don't. You don't have to go there. I mean, Attack, The Last Jedi is an awful movie. Just own it.
1: <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because like, I was watching Attack of the Clones recently. Um, Natalie Portman is a really, really good actress. And for some reason, in both this and then in uh, Thor, Thor one and two, she's she just doesn't have any chemistry with the love interests, and it's like really it really takes you out of the movie. That that's why I have it last, like her yeah. specifically. I don't know what it is about her in these movies, like the probably the direction from George Lucas, but obviously, yeah, just it's bad. It's it's terrible. Well, if I had to and sum up both of those
0: movies in you know a sentence or two, I think uh, Attack of the Clones. Is bad because nothing really happens, and The Last Jedi is bad because everything bad happens. It's just it's the opposite ends of the spectrum, and it's crazy to think about too. Because Attack of the Clones has like hundreds of Jedi, and it's and it should be cool, and it's just it's just boring. Um, the the acting is really bad. There's that weird CGI battle scene, or like in on the construction uh, the conveyor belt. That whole thing was just mm-hmm. it's not yeah. interesting at all this
2: is bad writing it seems like it's for like a a star trek episode on tv or or Mm -hmm. something like that i think they
0: i think they leaned too much into the love story first of all um second of all it just it just seems like it has no soul um so it's a real problem every time i watch it which admittedly i've still seen it you know 25 times or whatever but uh, i guess i'm a glutton for punishment um but it's still, it still is worse than The Last Jedi, def- despite all the offenses that The Last Jedi committed. It It is at least a good-looking movie, um, and it does attempt to do something interesting, even if it fails horribly. It um, also yeah.
1: has the, the lore of the Star Wars universe that it builds on, which is a, definitely a, a good thing for it. It just it doesn't for have the best offer. It does, oh, no, sorry, for the, the Attack of the Clones. That's oh, okay. what I'm talking about. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. As far
2: as, you know... good being good looking, I guess. Yeah, at the time, the CG was amazing, but still, I think somehow it lost its magic. With, I mean, all with all the prequels, um, the lack of practical effects used in those movies, and just basically relying on CG.
0: Well, Do just for I clarification, guess. I was saying the Last Jedi is a good-looking movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones oh. is incredibly dated now; it looks like garbage, for the yeah. most yeah, part. Yeah, it's
1: it's really bad. Like they clearly used way too much green screen. Yeah.
2: I think it was a cool new technology, not new technology, but it was up and coming as far as advancing and they
1: just relied on it too much. It's like, Oh, look at my new toy. Let's do this.
3: Right. Right. It's well,
1: I, I've heard, uh, well, it's funny cause I've heard like uh, interviews where the actors just, they didn't have anything to work with. Like they, they barely had anybody to like bounce their acting off of. So that may be why it suffered so badly.
2: Yeah. It's like when you'd make a spaceship out of a cardboard box and you know, you're just pretending to press a button somewhere and mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't look natural.
0: Yeah, well, one of the things that I've always complained about with the prequels in general is that they're just sanitized. They're um, soulless. Really, is the best word for for that whole trilogy. Is you know, because there is no. It doesn't look lived in. Everything looks fresh. Everything looks clean. Um, And I think that may be a limitation of the technology itself, or it could just be a limitation with whatever George Lucas's vision was. Um, But I will say that the. This it hurts me to put Attack of the Clones under the Last Jedi, because the Last Jedi I think is just so offensive. But I'm trying to disconnect myself from, um, from my Star Wars fanboyness. <laughs> and, oh you yeah, know, as was a
2: fanboy. That movie was a slap in the face. Exactly. It was. It's as exactly what fan. you
0: don't want um, from a Star Wars movie. But if I was someone who had never seen a Star Wars movie movie before, I might look at that movie like okay, that was pretty interesting. There was some interesting stuff there, and there there were some interesting themes. But at the same time, I also, if I had never seen anything of the Star Wars universe, I'd be very confused as to why Rey was so powerful. Um, You know, there's there's a lot of issues with that movie. Um, So that's why it's definitely... At the, at the very least, it has the Lightspeed Kamikaze, which that was really cool to look at.
1: That's <laughs> part of the movie. Well, that, either that or uh, or Yoda coming in and using the lightning for some reason. Yeah, but yeah. either way, that was still cool. Um, hey, go. mm-hmm.
2: Going back around to when Kevin was talking about how the universe of the prequels doesn't look lived in mm-hmm. and looks really too clean, I kind of like that as like a, oh. kind of a contrast to the, the next three movies. You know, it's before war, everything was beautiful, everything was fresh, clean, That's the true. ship's...
3: it's also republic
2: yeah the ships are you know look like they're more sophisticated but then after in the next three um everything is gritty everything looks beat up everything looks like lived in like you said Mm -hmm. um i think it adds something to uh, the contrast of the times that the movies take place
0: that's a good point so -hmm. i guess we'll see how much that affects the rest of our ranking so maybe we move on to the next one uh bobby what do you have at seven
1: well it's funny you said um you said earlier that like one of the movies had nothing going on with Attack of the Clones, and then The Last Jedi had too much stuff going on, um, too much the Phantom, bad stuff. All well, too much bad stuff. But it's like The <laughs> Phantom Menace actually seems to have both of those combined. It's like right in the middle, but it's still not good in almost any way. Um,
3: so yeah, right, so at
1: seven, I do have The Phantom Menace at seven. It it has it's it's not good. It's almost like Attack of the Clones, but it has like one or two big scenes that bring it up. Yeah. And it doesn't. Again, it builds upon the the lore of the Star Wars universe, and it does stuff that the Last Jedi didn't, which is why I have it above both of those movies. Okay. And what about you, Jay? For what me, have I have
2: uh, Seven as Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Um, just as
1: far as you know, you know, yeah. Has that dropped for you since you saw it?
2: No. Honestly, as far as, you know, I me mean, being older, I'm obviously a fan of other movies uh, in the Star Wars genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, as an all-around How movie... Old is he? It. I'm so old. Pretty old. Pretty old. Pretty old. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it was a good attempt for me as trying to... Uh, you know, rescue where the saga was going after the um, last Jedi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: Um,
2: like I think it was too little too late. I mean, we've had discussions and arguments about this before. Um, the story was, you know, super convoluted, but still at the same time, it was very enjoyable and entertaining to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said, it's a little I think It was just too little too late. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how Bobby has, an. uh, Phantom
0: Menace there well hold your horses because guess what I have at seven I have the Phantom Menace (laughs) so Bobby and I are perfectly aligned right now uh this is a movie that I actually don't dislike at all I recognize its shortcomings it's Uh, fun there's there's a lot of issues with it and I think that we didn't really need to see young Anakin um but some notable standouts are obviously the Darth Maul versus Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon fight which is I think is the best uh, lightsaber battle in the, in the, um, what is it? What, how do you say nine trilogy? <laughs> Just the saga. Um, in the saga. That's, that's the lazy the way. To say it. Yeah. The analogy. Uh, I would um, say
1: it's the second best, but I, I think it's amazing. Like, but I think you're it's wrong. Very, so anyways, <laughs> I <think>
3: it's very <laughs> close
0: <laughs> to the top. It's easy. It, it's the, what made it great is it was the first time we'd seen a double bladed lightsaber is the first time we've seen a two on one and we've seen Jedi in their prime. We've seen a dark side user in his prime, mm-hmm. it was it was incredible. Um, so That's I I will gives literally the
1: even today to watch. Yeah, and just, not only that, the like score
0: you know. Duel of the Fates" is, is such oh, a great song, and incredible. John Williams kills it with that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, other notable things that I actually enjoy the pod racing. It goes on a little bit too long, um, but I think it's interesting. And again, it's something new we haven't seen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I think that the nostalgia might take over for my like for this movie because it was so new and. You know, I had grown up watching the original trilogy, and this was the first new Star Wars I get to see in theaters. And, like, yeah. um, so was there the was a lot of hype, and I really fun, enjoyed it for that.
1: It was the first fun um, duel. Because, like, the what we saw before was a lot of, like, slow-paced or heavy-handed dueling. This was the first, like, athletic, you know, agile dueling that we had seen. Right.
0: Well, that's what I mean by, you know, these Force users being in their prime. You mm-hmm. know, it's uh, it's a lot different than than what we saw and that also has to do with the change in filmmaking and uh audiences and all that so i don't really take it as like a in in like my headcanon i'm not saying that the jedi back then were better just because what we see is different um Mm -hmm. versus the two eras um but it is definitely flashy and i i actually really love this movie but like i said i understand its downfalls and that's why i have it so low
1: yeah, I just think there's a lot of good Star Wars movies. And That's Phantom it. Menace isn't necessarily a good Star Wars movie, but it's fun. I'll watch that. I mean, I'll watch it over some of the movies that I have above it. It's just a, because of some of the scenes.
0: Just for the record, it's the second worst rated Star Wars movie uh, ever on Rotten Tomatoes. Versus... It's probably like
1: a 70 though, right? Or...
3: No, fans it's fans in the 50s. Or, med- or critic score. Oh, wow. Critics score. It's
0: in the 50s. Yeah, we all um, know it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the worst one is rise of skywalker that's what so it has a 53 percent wow on rotten tomatoes the rise of skywalker uh did they remove the rating 52 percent. <laughs> so it beats it by one one uh-huh. percent um which i think is a good segue into the next movie that i have and that is the rise of skywalker um a lot of the same reasons that jay said uh it does it feels like it's trying to play catch up for the last movie Um, absolutely it feels like a bad series finale like any any bad series finale you've ever seen it's this is that (laughs) it's yeah what what did you guys have at six my number six i have a revenge of the sith okay um let's rat them off just real quick
1: then we can discuss it uh so i actually have this is probably gonna get a little bit of heat i have return of the jedi because i don't f- feel like there, there are some parts that are really cool but i feel like not a lot happens don't make in me, this movie don't make me cuss on
0: on the radio <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay on
0: the radio so okay, well, radio. why do you have revenge of the sith where you have
3: it
2: i have revenge of the sith um where it is i mean honestly from here on out it kind of hard for me to like I, I like all these movies from here on out like tremendously um so it's almost like ranking the best movies, you know, with each other. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, for me, it was like a turning point in the saga, obviously, you know, where you see the finally fruition of, you know, Anakin succumbing to the dark side and becoming, you know, the most known villain of all time in any cinema history or any history at all. Um, the and Obi-Wan really comes into his own in this one too. It's like I feel like we see Obi-Wan confident in who he is, um obviously mm-hmm. in his beliefs and his abilities and his his uh his skills and everything. Um so that's that's for me. Like I said, from here on out I love all these movies and it's kind of hard for me to put them in an order.
1: It's just kind of nitpicking at this point. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, I hate so... all the rest of my movies, just so, just so you know. Yeah, you hate them, but
0: you recognize they're actually good. That's why you rank yeah. them this way.
1: My favorite movies are actually Attack of the Clones, Last Jedi, and Phantom Menace.
0: Okay, good choices. <laughs> uh, so, Bobby, you had you had Return of the Jedi here. You'll you'll have to explain yourself.
1: Yeah. Okay, so for one thing, okay, one of my favorite characters is Boba Fett. I know, Jay's going to just scoff right now. But Do Boba it, Fett is such a cool character. Like, he, he got <laughs> reprimanded by Darth Vader and just kind of, like... I don't know it's it just he had this this aura or this aura around him aura whatever uh, around him that was just like cool like he had the jetpack he had the cool gun he was a bounty hunter and then they killed him off like accidentally like I don't know what they were trying to do but they made him look like an absolute fool and that's how they started off the movie and then not a lot happens for about an hour like going to endor there was a couple of chase scenes that were kind of boring Han Solo's boring. He didn't. He clearly didn't want to be in the movie. The chasing scenes are boring. Ford. Kind of. I, I think I, I watched it again. I, I watched it recently. I just I didn't. It wasn't doing anything for me. And then finally, when Such Luke goes on, when well, when Luke goes on board <laughs> the uh, the Death Star, that's when the movie was at its best. But it, th- there wasn't a lot helping it. I just that movie gets worse with each rewatch, in my opinion. Jesus. Yeah. sad. I'm sad it's, for you. You you know it used to be my favorite as a, as a kid I loved it. I loved like the Ewoks. I I just I loved it all and then What happened to that child? It's I think the last jedi killed me. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, I kind of already summed up my my choice with it feels like a bad uh, a bad series finale. Um, it feels incredibly rushed and I get why because like Jay said they were trying to make up for the last jedi. Um it just kind of, there's a lot of freaking issues with it. And I, I think the ending of this movie sort of tells me that the rest of this trilogy should not have been made at all because it negates the original trilogy almost a hundred percent. So I, I don't want to say that I hate this movie because I would have put it last if I did, but mm-hmm. it's one of those movies that I would watch um, sort of like uh Spider-Man three where it's really <laughs> dumb and it's not good. Um, but at least it's entertaining on a Saturday afternoon. Like it'll, please don't compare those. They, trust me, it is on that level and it oh, will not, no, it will not hold up to, you know, 10 years down the road. People are going to look at this like attack of the clones. It is, it is as a movie. Um, it doesn't hold up as a star Wars movie. It doesn't hold
1: up. <laughs> it's just, I, it's I have not lot... very good. I have a lot more to say, but I'm not at that pick yet, so I'll I'll let you know once I get to that point. Well, we can but... debate
0: that um, when that when that comes to your choice or when you have that on your ranking. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, th- I just think that it has a lot of it has a lot of lore issues like the Last Jedi because it has to you know basically it has to do a U turn on shit, and it just doesn't it doesn't work. So I I do not like that movie really that I I think it's so average. I, I know I gave it like a C when we first saw it. Um, and I think that is still the case because I still have such a hard, uh, you know, uh, soft spot in my heart for Star Wars movies in general, um, right. and I will watch it multiple times. I've seen Last Jedi ten times, um, so it's just along those lines where it's it's almost painful <laughs> to watch.
3: And I don't know it's kind of funny
2: because I've seen Last Jedi like maybe one and a half times. I don't know if I'm if I'm qualified to argue about it, but
1: I've seen more reviews oh, yeah. of it than I've actually seen it but like i've literally watched uh Mahler has like a review series on it i think i watched like six hours of his review on it mm-hmm. like two or three times because it's so in-depth and so good it, it's just yeah. crazy like how i I've, I've seen it twice the last jedi now and it's just it's, where, it's bad where the last jedi
0: fails is on star wars content where R- rise of skywalker fails is on a um, movie, movie construction basis yeah. it's it, like I said, it's incredibly rushed. It feels stitched together. Um, it's, it's a mess. It's but everything that, thrown in at once. Yeah, yeah. It's a, they just threw everything at the wall and tried to figure <laughs> out what would stick. Um, <laughs> and you could tell there, one, one major uh, piece of evidence of that is the fact that um, Finn was like, I got to tell you something, right? And then never gets a chance to. They started that story thread and then never finished it. And then off screen, you know, we hear that he was going to tell her that he was a force user then we find out or that he was force sensitive and then we find out that he was originally supposed to open the hatch on that death star using the force i mean uh, star destroyer using the force rather than bb8 doing it like just why why bother doing that they were just trying to throw as much as they could at this movie and it feels like it was almost just supposed to be a distraction from the last movie like like hey don't look over there anymore this is this is what you really want to watch because we got yeah. all this cool stuff going on and yeah. we got horses. What, why this, <laughs> space
2: horses again? The space, horses, thing, well, just need to get space horses. The only reason for them having horses.
0: that was so that they could say, um, "Oh, we can't jam the the <laughs> we can't jam the speeders." Mm-hmm. Why not? And then the fucking hatchet opens up and they they run <laughs> off. There, it's like, why didn't you just park closer and just run out? Like it just it doesn't make any sense. It, that that right. may be a nitpick, but it, it just doesn't make sense
1: well um, since since we're uh, we're already deep into this talk we might as well go into the next one which for me is rise of skywalker okay so, yeah, so we're pretty close we, we weren't far off i think we yeah just went off there so they might as well call this movie the rise of convenience because everything they do is just like they stumble into fortunate luck like when they're when they're the when they're in the sand sinking when he's when he yells out ray i have something to tell you and then they just, they fall into the pit where they happen to find the dagger that they needed. Exactly. In yeah. the one spot. Like, how did they know it was there? Um, right. And then they went and got the ship, which hadn't been stolen. Right. It was a lot like how uh, Han's ship, the, the Millennium Falcon, hadn't been stolen in um, The Force Awakens. Like, it was stolen. Well.
0: That's why it was it, there.
1: It was sitting there, but why did nobody take it from that spot? Because it's a I'm hunk of junk. Yeah. Duh, Bobby.
0: <laughs> it's For like reasons. a little
1: mustang in the driveway exactly nobody for, wants it for about three, was it three years jay and and if
0: they took it they would have to bypass the compressor like nobody wants to do that
1: that's hard that's I true mean, it, it's yeah. a great two minutes to do it it's hard, for else. it's hard for other people i get
0: it yeah for well Mary Sues. to uh to expand on that bobby the uh then like immediately after that spoiler alert when um chewy quote-unquote dies it, just, um, it was another ship <laughs> exactly like oh conveniently he's still alive and he's on the ship that happens to be over the planet that you're on
3: like mm-hmm.
0: okay like it's just you're right it is very um everyone's wearing plot armor in this freaking
1: movie it's like season eight of <laughs> game of thrones so it's I, it is but but the thing is all that stuff aside like i know it's like it makes like the stuff of palpatine makes no sense it invalidates the you know the first six movies um it's enjoyable to watch. This there's may be a, there's an a unpopular... lot of fan service.
0: True. Yeah. This may be an unpopular opinion, but I actually didn't mind a lot of the uh, the emperor stuff. I felt yeah, like I... it needed to be it. There needed to be something tying the rest of the movies together, mm-hmm. and he is ob- an obvious way to do that. Uh, did he necessarily need to be resurrected in whatever form he was resurrected in? Maybe not. It could have been a recording or some sort of artifact, because we do know that dark side users can possess certain um artifacts like a holocron or uh even a helmet or whatever they could have done something like that instead and it could have been manipulating ray i mean uh ren through um some sort of force aspect rather than a physical being of himself what
1: or, um, or do you think of even like a, like a, the opposite of a force ghost like a sith ghost or something you, they like can't that. do that well, dark side users just, can't yeah. do
0: that that's the whole point I mean, uh, they're
1: they're they're making up stuff for these move for these last two movies. They could have made something
0: up, but thematically, that's a problem because that's
2: been canon for a while too. They're not going to go back and redo
0: that. Well, they could retcon, but it wouldn't work in terms of the themes of light versus dark because the whole the whole point of light versus dark is that it's it's very much a Christianity allegory where Mm -hmm. if you follow the light side, you will be granted eternal life, and that's what force ghost is it's eternal life you you followed the right path you died mm-hmm. with honor and you are allowed to live on without your body whereas dark side users who took the wrong path their death is very finite and that's why they're obsessed with immortality that's why
3: okay.
0: that's why palpatine was so obsessed with cloning because he wanted to be able to transfer his his uh essence into a new body which i don't know mm-hmm. what the official word is on this movie but that seems to be what he did okay. um, so yeah, that's basically why um, it it makes sense to have Palpatine possess an item rather than actually being physically alive because they, they're almost like unintelligent ghosts. I don't know how familiar you are with, with paranormal, but like the mm. theory about there's, there's ghosts that exist that just replay the same thing over and over again. They don't know yeah. they're dead. Um, it would be kind of like mm. that. And we have seen that in expanded universe stuff. So
1: that's what I would
0: have liked better than actually having Palpatine back.
1: Let me ask you a question, though. Wouldn't it be interesting, though, if he, like, being, like, one of the the biggest Siths of all time, wouldn't that be interesting if he found a way to cheat the system and come back as a a, a Sith ghost, if that's what you want to call it? Well... I guess that's what I would call it. But, like, wouldn't that be kind of interesting if, like, these are how the rules are set up, and then he found a way somehow to come back and try and, like, you know, get Kylo Ren to do what he wanted as something that he shouldn't have been able to do? Well, Bobby, let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> a time or two. It's ironic. I have, I've read it. That's really good.
0: Okay, so basically that's the explanation as to why he's able to do it. He mm-hmm. basically learned how to keep himself alive through Plagueis' teaching. Um, so he is the first to essentially figure out how to do that force essence transfer. So in a way, he figured out how to live longer, but he can't exist outside of a body. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the downfall of the Sith. Um, okay. So that's. I think that the the way. I don't think that that should be changed at all. Um, in the Star Wars universe, I think that that's something that's been very prevalent. Um, so I would not like what you're proposing, but that's just me.
1: I've stuck to I I mean, opinion. did you, you like a lot of that movie anyway? <laughs> huh? Did you like a lot of that movie anyway?
0: Rise of Skywalker.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, like I said, I would have wished that it was less of an actual Palpatine mm-hmm. in it. Um and I think that Ren should have been the bad guy.
1: Um instead I think of Ray should have been the bad guy.
0: Well that's a that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> that's a huge can of worms <laughs> that we've been opening there.
1: To that point of changing
2: Star Wars lore and changing, you know, canon mm-hmm. just for the sake of making one movie um more likable or more more um conducive or, you know, confluent to the rest of the series, I I, I wouldn't want that at all. Um you got you know eight of the movies that stick to it and mm. just just for the sake of one movie to make you know a plot point stick better i wouldn't like that i would no. think it was just kind of like a um
0: a betrayal like a cop-out a stash-
2: yeah it's a cop-out an easy way out
0: yeah okay that, like that's us get out of jail enough. free card kind of thing yeah um, right, so like then... we didn't know where to go from here so let's just do this easy simple thing well I think we talked a lot, enough shit about *Rise of Skywalker* <laughs> for the time being. Um, so that was number six, right? So what do you guys have at five? That was uh, that was my number five. It's Bobby's number. Five. Oh, that was your five. Okay, so what was your yeah. five, Jay?
2: My number five is *The Phantom Menace*. Okay. Um, this is where I'm gonna completely disagree with Bobby about his ranking for this movie. <laughs> but you know, in in, in 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 all good, um, for me *Phantom Menace*. I mean, it had been a while since we'd seen any Star Wars movie and like I said it's just something about it being the first one we got to see in theaters. Um, I remember staying up till, you know, till, till midnight actually seeing a midnight showing with my aunt and uncle um, at Edwards Cinema in Simi Valley. Oh, um,
0: shout out. Don't tell, yeah, don't tell yeah, them where we live. They don't exist anymore. We're going to get real. hate mail now. <laughs> <laughs> We're the real bros. Um, I'm sure I'm not having a good time.
2: <laughs> shout out. Another shout out to those guys.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah but i mean for me that movie was cool because i mean you had a lot of complex characters that i wish we got to see more of um qui-gon jinn uh darth maul um a lot of the original like council of the jedi um we could have done like you guys said we could have done without seeing a young anakin um i think that was um just a bad direction on on someone's part um but also, you get to see the dichotomy of um, you know light and dark there between that, that that especially in that fight, that lightsaber duel with uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, and Darth Maul. You see Qui-Gon Jinn waiting patiently behind that laser field, mm-hmm. while you know Darth Maul's frustrated and ready to go and chomping at the bit. And Qui-Gon Jinn's just you know I'm gonna like meditate. He's rabid. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's I'm gonna meditate and that's what I'm gonna do and I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm ready for you when something he opens up. Um, like that duel, I mean, I think it's just that duel does it all for me because I mean you see the characters of both you see the actual like character of both those characters um and it was just I, like i said i wish we got to see more of qui-gon Jin. um if there's any kind of like obi-wan story that comes out on disney plus if they have flashbacks to where you know qui-gon's training him you know and i, I think uh, i would be very happy to see that and then um with darth maul i mean obviously and then um more canon in uh, attack of the clones um yeah, know, clones, Clone Wars, and uh, yeah. and Rebels, we get to see a lot more at Darth Maul, and then even in some of the um, extended universe movies. Um, yeah, and the so, end of
0: Solo—that's yeah really cool
2: having so, him I mean, back. And then I mean, even in the future, I, I mean, obviously in Rebels, I think we're going to see a lot more of Darth Maul, which I'm really excited for. But to see Ray Park—not to see Ray Park as him—is going to be kind of sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Um, um but yeah, that's my take on uh on Fandom Menace. Um pod racing scene was cool, like you said. It was No,
1: this is pod a, racing. A lot of it was kinda it's cheesy, working. but I mean
2: <laughs> hadn't seen anything like that before, you know, obviously. I think that's where the CG actually came into its own
0: for that whole yeah, series. That's that's where it's the most convincing in, in that movie mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um Okay, yeah. Did uh, we well not
1: mention Jar Jar at all? Bobby
0: okay. God damn it, you ruined it. <laughs> i thought we <laughs> made a pact uh, yeah. never <laughs> mention him <laughs> it's all about <laughs> it's all about babu frick now um
1: <laughs> babu frick.
0: just kidding i actually <laughs> liked babu frick uh anyways frick. so my number five uh so i think we differ i differ with jay on this one by one spot i think uh i have revenge of the sith here um you had it at six right jay yeah and have we talked about it for you yet bobby I have not brought it up. Okay, figures. Um, So, so, ironically, this movie, I feel like, has a very similar structure to uh, The Phantom Menace in terms of there's a lot of nothingness happening um, in the first part of the movie. Besides, there's a really great opening scene that was actually supposed to be longer than that, and it takes up about half hour of the the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. That's really cool. After that, there's really a lot of uh, a lot of long boring scenes that that happen but like jay said um this is a movie that really has obi-wan like shine it's the he's uh an easy standout to this so um that's one step above uh phantom menace easy right there um similarly ends with a pretty good um lightsaber battle um, as well i think that this also goes on a little bit too lightsaber long Lightsaber battle I, I disagree because I think it is very it's too, it's too long if they would have shortened it by you know maybe three four minutes it would have been a lot more
1: effective um, they were, they were building to that though for three movies
0: yeah very true but that doesn't necessarily make it better or you know better to draw it out for so long you know what I mean like it doesn't make the physical scene being longer any better the fact that it was a buildup um because really the payoff is Anakin being beaten and then Donning the Darth Vader mask finally, which is, uh, which is for me, the best part of the movie, which is unfortunately the very end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, It's like the last scene uh, essentially where we get to see, see that. And that like, even today, even after seeing that movie so many times and it being, you know, 15 years old, um, it still gives me chills seeing Darth Vader for the first time. And when he lets out that breath, right. When the, the mask seals, Oh, it's, it's, that's epic filmmaking. And that's what George Lucas is honestly capable of. Um, just like the visual um, grandeur of that scene is it's really really cool yeah um, that's his strength i think obviously is exactly yeah yeah well not only that just the his world building act uh aspect of it but yeah him directing characters is is clearly weak in here and i think that ewan mcgregor's acting is really what overcomes i don't think that george lucas got any better between attack of the clones in this movie mm-hmm. um and we can tell because hayden christensen <laughs> He, he, Hayden's he actually better. better in this movie. He, was better. he is. Yeah, he's yeah, definitely better, he better in this movie, but not leaps and bounds like, like Obi Wan is. Um, yeah. I Elon think. McGregor
1: is really good in, in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah.
0: By all accounts, um, George Lucas really just lets people do what they want on screen. He, mm-hmm. He'll just say, okay, here's the screen, or here's the, the scene, go ahead and do it. And so I think between Attack of the Clones and uh, Revenge of the Sith, you see. Ewan McGregor start to really become Obi-Wan on his own. I don't think that's directed in any way. Um, And he's just amazing. And I'm super excited for uh, the Obi-Wan TV series because of this movie. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I hold this one, even though it's at five, which uh, seems like it's low. It it really isn't. I think it's it's one of I I really like this movie a lot. Um, And like I've established, I am definitely a fanboy. I can recognize its faults, but, you know, I watched this movie, you know, a week ago and watched it probably two months before that. Like I just I'm obsessed with these
1: freaking movies. <laughs> I have a problem guys. It's a good because it's it's the culmination of Please not only the first two movies of the series <laughs> not only the first two movies of the series, but then, you know, the you know, the the original series, you know, it all ties together mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing to see it all come together like that. Like it's um, the yeah.
2: Yeah. It's the turning point. It's the turning point, yeah. you know, where some you know,
0: obviously ends. Sorry to cut you off, but no, yeah, go ahead. Um, no, nobody mentioned this yet. At least I don't think so. But um, the fact that this is essentially the Empire Strikes Back of the original trilogy, mm-hmm. be, I mean, of the the prequel trilogy, because it right, it right. ends on a bad note for the good guys. That you lo- like the good guys lose in this movie, and I've and I'm sure that somebody's pointed this out before, but I've never actually heard anybody say that. Um, and yeah, I just kind of realized it right now that there it's. It's literally the, the good guys lose and the bad guys win. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that always makes for a great ending. Um, and I don't think it would have been as good if this was just a standalone movie and this was the last one we ever got and there was nothing after it chronologically. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that A New Hope and, you know, the other movies in between um, exist makes this such a cool bridge to the right. you know to the next era. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm giving this movie a lot of props and I feel like I kinda feel bad that it's that it's so low, but everything else is is better. Well to um, that effect to me
2: if you look at almost like every other movie from the first two trilogies, almost every other movie ends on a sour note. And it's bad for the bad the good guys and and the, and the the bad guys are on top. But then you get to this final trilogy and it kinda like shakes that order up and I think that's kind of where this final trilogy is
1: kinda missing something too hmm well i don't know because the last jedi like it it sort of ended on a good note but like the the rebellion or whatever they were calling themselves at this point uh they were still like nobody came to help them and there was like what a few dozen of them like it's funny because none of us really had any idea where the last jedi was going to go from the end of that movie because so many storylines had been broken or cut off like it I don't think that. Like, I think that the, the the ending for the Last Jedi wasn't a good ending. I think, yeah, yeah, they were like talking about like hope and stuff like that, but they were screwed. Like, <laughs> they were absolutely screwed from from my perspective. Yeah, and yeah, I also want to
2: bring one thing. Going back to the final lightsaber duel in Phantom, not in, uh, Phantom Menace, in um, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to bring up um, actually a scene from Rebels where Obi Wan actually ends up fighting Darth Maul again in uh, one of the Twin Suns episode. Um it's Spoiler, almost a com- spoilers for Bobby. Spoilers for Bobby. It's <laughs> almost he's he's had plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, a fake, I'm a fake nerd. <laughs> um it's the complete opposite of of that that lightsaber so, battle. So Obi wans fighting the red guy. Amazing. Yeah, Obi Wan's fighting the red guy. Oh, the red guy, okay, okay. And and the 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 battle actually only takes about two seconds and it's 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 like you first hear about that, it only takes two seconds. You're kind of disappointed, but when you see it, you're like, that would fit perfectly. Exactly. And, you know, it was It's it poetic and... It's somber. You know, just, it's somber, yeah. And then even, like, you know, uh, Obi-Wan sits there and holds, you know, the red guy while he, while he dies. And then the, <laughs> the red guy's finally almost at peace, you know. And then Obi-Wan's there to to, watch, to help him, you know, pass to their side.
1: And it's, Who's it's, this, who's this red guy? Is he related to Darth Maul? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, sort of. He kind <laughs> of is. Yeah.
0: You can tell that they're the same species. Um, yeah yeah, that's a really good point that that scene is is very well done and it's and it's it's actually really sad
1: Um, That sounds like it subverts expectations in a good way
0: yeah in a a good way yeah because you think like oh here comes this epic duel and it's old man obi-wan it's you know it's alec guinness and he he just you know he puts down maul in a second you know a second or two and maul as he's dying. You know, because there's there's very a very long story behind this, but basically Maul hates the Sith at this point mm-hmm. and um he's looking for the chosen one that will destroy the Sith. He finds out that the chosen one may be on Tatooine and that's why he's there. That's why he meets up with uh with Obi Wan again. Um so as Maul's dying, he says, Is he the chosen one? Referring to yeah. Luke. Yeah. Obi Wan so Obi Wan wow. just nods and then yeah. Maul dies. I got, got his chills arms. Just now. I got chills just now. That's so. pretty it's awesome. it's so well done and it's so it's so much like obviously, an action scene is is awesome from time to time. Um, well, a lot of the times, probably a majority. But there's some few times where it's like, oh, it's really cool to see something done a little bit differently, where it's not just mm-hmm. this CGI fest, and it's uh, it's something that's more emotional and and poignant. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's a really good point, Jay. That. That's... You're...
1: It's awesome. in, a, in a segue that, that kind of reminds me of one of the one of the few best or one mm. of the few good parts of Black Panther to me which is the almost like the, the climax when he's holding Killmonger yeah. and he's dying and he's talking about like the the ships from Africa yeah you know and like throw me in the ocean with my ancestors like so like I, I definitely get what you're talking about like it it's I think it's better to have something that's emotional rather than just like exciting and fun again, yeah again because it can be perceived as sanitary mm. um
0: so, yeah, that's, uh, that was a really good point, Jay. Um, okay, let's, let's move but, on. Yo, actually, to...
1: what, what is Jay's? Uh, did we get Jay's number five pick? Yeah, it was uh, Phantom Menace.
0: Oh, Phantom yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So we're moving on to four. Um, let's, let's start with Jay again. What do you got mm-hmm. there? My number four is Force Awakens. Uh, cool. I thought,
2: it, I mean, obviously, not obviously, but it had been a while since we gotten a, a live Star Wars movie. Um, obviously, um, I think it went, how, how many years was it between?
0: It, what Was it? Uh, I think ten. It was. 10? Came out in fifteen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about ten years. I think *Revenge* of Assist came out. Came out in two thousand five, right? Yeah. Two thousand five. Yeah. So,
2: so we're all older, and our expectations are, you know, obviously pretty high. Um, and I thought they did a pretty good job. I mean, even though it has the like everyone's argument of why it wasn't good is because it seems like the New Hope all over again, but I like that. Um, uh, I don't know. You just feel like, for me, I think why it was so good is more along the lines of um you know nostalgia factor of me getting to see another new star wars movie in the theater again Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know you felt the magic of new hope again like i said and at the end you know you weren't disappointed it was a good movie um it, it it fit in the star wars lore everything was uh everything flowed everything you know was contiguous with what had happened um as far as lore and story um you're kind of left wondering, who is this Rey? You know, why does she have the Force? Where does she come from? You got to see oh, um, Han Solo, you got to see Chewie, you got to see Leia, um, R2, and C-3PO are back, and a lot of cool new characters. Um, and then even with the cool new characters, you know, you get questions about, who are these guys? There's Foe, you know, Poe, and Finn. <laughs> foe? <laughs> yeah, yeah was po. just calling them now Fo- just one being. Yeah, one being. Um and you were left wanting more at the end of that. And then, you know, you were excited to see what's gonna happen next. Little do we know that we were gonna be super disappointed instead.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um that's yeah, that's a good point. because well, I actually have this this movie in the same spot. I have The Force Awakens at number four. Um I after the letdown of the of the prequel trilogy, despite it ending on a relatively high note, um it's it was a similar feeling where you're like, Cool, a new movie, let's see let's see if they can do it right this time. Um and I think overall they did Um, I actually like when you know when the Star Wars logo comes out at the very start of every movie um, I kind of welled up a little bit because um, mm-hmm. I was like the anticipation was so strong Um, and I think that they delivered for the most part even though it is a rehash of a lot of the same stuff that we did see in A New Hope and some stuff from Empire um, I think it was a necessary um, tactic because they needed to get Fans interested in this, or else you know, nobody would really, you know, respect it. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, lots of good things in this movie. I thought that I thought Ray Finn and Poe were, were really good additions. I thought they were all interesting, they had interesting backstories, even though we didn't know much about Ray. She was really charming. Um, oh, yeah, and then seeing seeing Leia on screen again, and and Han Solo, and Chewbacca, and C3PO, and R2D2 all on screen again was uh, it was pretty mind blowing to be honest. Um because you never, like, I remember when I was a kid and I remember I was like 15 years old and I was like, oh, you know, they're, I think that's when like the new trilogy, the prequel trilogy was starting um, around that time. Oh no, that was like when Attack of the Clones came out. And I remember thinking, I wonder if George Lucas will do a nine or, you know, a seven, eight, nine. And I was like, well, by then I won't even care. I'll be in my thirties. <laughs> and then lo and behold exactly you yeah, even I'm, more now yeah i'm in my late 20s and i'm more passionate it's all you about have. it than ever oh. yeah it's literally one of the reasons that we even started this this endeavor under I, I too am in my late 20s <laughs>
2: um yes i'm not are. in my late 20s
0: yes, now are. i mean when force awakens <laughs> came out I'm, I'm older now but yeah it just really it brought back a lot of really effective nostalgia you know nostalgic memories of the star wars universe and made me really just crave more so i really i respect this movie a bunch what do you have here bobby
1: uh, we did it, boys. We got all three of us with the same pick. Uh, yeah, I got the is Force that the first Awakens time? here. Yeah, I no. think the first one here. Um, Force Awakens, like it's it's something I'll watch probably every you know three to six months, whatever. But whenever it's on, like I, it, it's I think it starts out a little bit slow, but like it's a fun movie. Like I, they are going back to a New Hope. But I think that's a good thing, like you said, because it brings me back to when I was a kid and watching that movie, and the reasons why I love Star Wars.
0: Yeah, it sort uh, of like erases; it takes the bad taste out of
1: your mouth from the prequel trilogy. Yeah, it's a palate exactly. cleanser. No, no, absolutely, and it's like you know, it's they they were really safe with it, but they also opened a lot of new threads. Like, because I did want to know about Ray's parents. Mm-hmm. I did want to know about Snoke. Um, you know, you know what I thought would have been really cool is if. Um, is if Finn was actually a Jedi, uh, I thought like the the fact that he was a stormtrooper, and then if he'd have become a Jedi, which obviously didn't happen, but that's something that like I thought about. But Bobby, he had something to tell Ray. He yeah. did have something to tell Rey. I him. thought I thought it was that he loved her, but I guess he just gave up on that halfway through he that loved movie. <laughs> that <would> have... <laughs> that...
0: No, he loved Rose.
1: He loved <laughs> He loved Rose Poe. <laughs> uh, I wish oh man. But it's it's just like a, the the climax of that movie is is actually one of my favorite like scenes in Star Wars, like when Finn is standing up to Kylo. Like that scene is awesome. And then like when Ray fights him, like what when uh when the lightsaber gets stopped, I actually thought it was Luke coming in to save the day, which obviously it didn't, but it's like I like I was on the edge of my seat watching. I'm like holy shit, Luke's here. Oh no, it's right, which is still really cool. Because then she got she had that dope fight with uh, with Kylo, but like like everything with uh, with Han being killed by his son, uh, mm-hmm. just just all the emotion, just it wasn't breaking new ground, but it it was setting up to go forward. Unfortunately, they fumbled all that. Well,
2: yeah, but yeah. they had
1: some great groundwork for the future.
2: Yeah, I mean, as far as you know, and this, I want to say. You know, I I like fan service once in a while, but this movie really doesn't have a lot of fan service. You know, mm. I'm trying to say, like you said, Th- it didn't break ground. not though? I don't know. Honestly, they I would think they kind of went complete opposite of what maybe our expectations had were. We were expecting to see Luke. You know.
1: Yeah, we were. That's true.
3: We that's true expecting
2: but... this. we weren't expecting to see Han die. You know. At the same time, um, they introduced a lot of cool new characters and concepts. Um, but we get screwed in the rest of the trilogy with those same characters. Like, yeah. Phasma. I mean, they can make her
1: oh,
0: awesome. Phasma. Um, but
2: Phasma, Phasma really is Captain. the modern
0: day Boba Fett. Like, yeah.
1: yeah. And it's, it's funny how they, they, they knew what happened with Boba Fett, but they still did the same thing. How, how? <laughs> yeah. They give her, they give her armor made out of a Naboo
2: starfighter. Or Naboo, it's actually, uh, it's actually ships. Palpatine's Palpatine's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it? The executor? No, the executor is uh, a the, that, It's, that it's the, just uh, a Nubian uh, transport. It had a name i forgot what it was um and then also um the knights of ren which were a huge letdown and uh of oh, skywalker um you know they they have all
1: these cool concepts and stuff in there that they just fall, sh- fall, fall short in the rest of the trilogy you uh, know like besides like a marvel movie like because you know the i marvel movies i was always thinking what's next i've never talked about what's next for the next movie more than going from the force awakens into the the last jedi they yeah. like we talked about it for for months and months and you know years like just thinking what could happen like who was uh was rey kenobi like was was rey skywalker was you know was she a palpatine like all these different things and there was like there was so much hope in what was coming there was a new hope
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man come on got him come on laugh <laughs> Uh, (laughs) thank you what are you Jeb bush Uh, (laughs) please clap (laughs) oh
0: man uh Uh, yeah yeah uh it was i think it was a really good start and it added a lot of really cool story threads that were exciting um and unfortunately thanks to the last jedi those were all pretty much abandoned um but yeah force awakens um i think bobby put it best probably safe safe but good yeah um so yeah that's why I have it here and it was really cool seeing them return to uh, to more practical effects rely less on CGI that was that was really great yeah, yeah. that was awesome that was that's nice. what I loved about the new trilogy as a lot of practical yeah.
2: effects all the aliens most of the aliens are actually you know people in suits with, designed by people sculpted by people exactly um, and it was just that's just that's to me that's that's amazing You'd, we don't see enough of that in um, movies anymore really dumb.: really mm-hmm. absolutely
1: all right, okay. so moving on to, to number three, if you don't mind me going first. Uh, you guys have already gone with this, and I've been waiting with some of my points. Revenge of the Sith. I obviously have it a lot higher than both of you guys, but I'm, this.
0: I'm going to predict um, the amount of shock in our comment section once this video goes up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're going to be like, Bobby's a freaking idiot.
2: Yeah, especially with the Boba Fett. He's right a right Babu right?
0: freaking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, just Get, out. Get out! Get out right now! Okay, <laughs> all right, guys, I'm signing out. Uh, see you later. Peace. Oh, <laughs> uh, so okay, so um, when that movie came out, I was I was about 15 years old, and it was one of the first. It was the first Star Wars movie I had seen, like the first new Star Wars movie I had seen in theaters, um, and just like being able to go, I went with you, Kevin, and we went. We watched it, you know, the opening night, and or I guess the next night, whatever it was, but it was. It was amazing. Like I, 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 got to see it on the big screen, f- like for the first time with my friends. Um, like, it, and one of the things I actually really like about it, it is slow, but it's a slow burn. Like everything from the, the the previous two movies had culminated into this movie, and like you see, it's it's not the best acting, but I honestly feel like it's realistic. Like the way that like a a pouty teenager would act, and or I guess into his early twenties in this one, like. I feel like it was really realistic and I feel like everything culminating to this point was done really well as far as the actual story. The execution of course is lacking in a lot of the prequel stuff, but I feel like this part or like his descent into darkness, I feel like they did really well and it, it made a lot of sense. And I, and then of course it culminated with a fight between uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin. And I just, I, I loved it. It's just, it's one of my favorite parts about Star Wars. See, I actually
0: disagree with you a little bit on the on um, descent Anakin's descent. Yeah, I, I don't think it's done well, really at yeah, all. I uh, think it was too it's too fast. It's yeah, it's really abrupt. Well, um, think,
1: you have to think about it from like the last movie. Remember when he like when he went to uh, to save his mom, and he had to you know yeah. all the job like yeah, the,
0: yeah. So one thing. So one thing happens, and then he's on the dark side. Yeah, his, so,
2: could have been stretched out. I think. I think more of the second movie could have been used.
0: Yeah. For think... his his um his flow. We should have into... seen more of the relationship between Obi Wan and Anakin, as well as his his descent. um Maybe him starting to bend rules, um because he really does follow a lot of the rules um, to a T. He's even asked to spy on Palpatine and he's like, Oh, I don't really like this, but he does it anyways. He's conflicted
1: Um, though. You can tell he's conflicted. True, but he's but
0: he doesn't ever really disobey, you know, obviously there's small stuff, but he never really disobeys Obi Wan or the Jedi Council. He he does as he's told, and then all of a sudden there's like this this quick left turn to where, oh, now I'm gonna murder younglings. Like it isn't um it is very abrupt. But I will say that if you do watch the Clone Wars series you do it kind of fixes that it really does cuz you see him do that kind of stuff where yeah. he maybe uses the force inappropriately to interrogate somebody or or he kills somebody that he maybe could have arrested or you know so you see kind of, that kind of stuff and it retroactively fixes a lot of my issues with Re- Revenge of the Sith so i definitely do recommend that to you bobby i think you should watch it cuz uh i think mm-hmm. if you think it's good in Revenge of the Sith as it is um, you'll probably love it even more
1: after watching the clone wars I don't think sure. it's, I don't think it's perfect or anything like that, but I think, of course, but you I, have I it number three, they, they lay the, they lay the groundwork for it through the first or not really the first one, but from from the second movie into the third, uh, like he's, you know, he's very, he's very resistant to a lot of the stuff that he's being told. And then after he loses his mom, after all the, uh, the nightmares, you can tell like he, he won't let that happen for Padme. And so, like, you can tell that he's willing to do anything. It is kind of abrupt in in one sense, but just knowing his motivation and knowing that he'll do anything to keep Padme alive, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, it wasn't perfect, but I think it was done pretty well, better than most people give it credit for.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not out of nowhere, but it could have been expanded on.
1: So I hear you. Yeah, a, a better better writers could have done more with it, that's for sure. True, yeah. What's with Skywalker's dying of sadness, too? I don't
2: understand that.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Life's hard, man. It, 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 was, it wasn't a
1: tradition until The Last Jedi. So. Are you minimizing their struggles?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, so so what, what, do you,
2: what do you guys have at 3? Go ahead, Jay. Uh, for me, it's got a new hope. A new hope at 3. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly... These last three, obviously the original trilogy, are gonna be in my top three, um, and it's really hard to rank them. So you can only rank them based by quality of actual movie, not based on content. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I think anyway, I'm saying Believe in yourself, Jay. But like, New Hope was something the world had never seen before. Like completely, something brand new anytime someone did like any kind of spaceship or star movie or space movie it was cheesy no one could take it seriously like it was Flash Gordon, well flash gordon you know all the original like 50s and movies little flying saucers everything black and white um you know it was hard to convey anything because everyone had their little idea of moon men um so like i said it was groundbreaking and it it, it was the beginning of one of the best stories ever told obviously it's not a lot can be faulted in it in it um obviously the characters are you see all the characters have had such charisma uh Luke uh when you see Han Solo for the first time you know he's chilling mm-hmm. he's leaning back he shoots someone in the face um he's got a cool ship <laughs> he's got a big furry friend he's wanted <laughs> um and then the first time someone did jump in the you know light speed and you're like what the hell that's awesome you know and they come up on a giant space station the size of a moon. Snow I mean, moon.
3: It's, yeah. Snow moon.
2: And even just the ship design—you've never seen anything like that before. Usually, you just got a rocket ship, you know, like I said, yes. or a flying saucer, or you know, some magic surfboard, stand-up jet ski that Flash Gordon flies through space. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and it was just—and—and and even the visual effects, like I said, the practical effects—all those things you saw, someone built with their hands. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't it. It was a model that someone, even, how did you get a model to move that smooth back then, you know?
3: Yeah.
2: And even, like, in some of the scenes when they're coming onto, like, a Star Destroyer or the Death Star, and you see all the troops lined up. Those are lithographs. That's glass. Those are things painted on glass. Someone hand painted all those scenes. That's crazy. And it looks amazing, you know? And just for those effects, just blow your mind. And even though we, like, we were, I mean, it came out in 81, 82 uh was no it 77 78 7, 7, Jamie 7, 7, yeah I'm uh, thinking yeah I'm sorry 70 uh, yeah um I wasn't even born yet and I don't think I saw Star Wars movies. You so weren't I was even probably... born
3: yet?
1: That's crazy. Oh yeah, my God. That yet. means nobody was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the first person. Our, our grandparents have been born, but that's about it. <laughs> Except for the people that made Star Wars. I'm the first person. <laughs> exactly. You were the world's first consumer. <laughs> they made it for me. Um, you know, I, I, the first time I saw Star Wars, you know, I was think like five years old, man. And okay. that's the first time yeah. I can, you know, comprehend what was going on. And it just made such a huge impact, you know, having all the toys growing up. Mm. Um, I remember having, you know, there wasn't many I don't think there was a B wing and there wasn't a B wing no. or an A Wing in um, a New Hope. Um but you know, I remember having a giant B wing that went wings unfold and the cockpit cool. turned and everything. Um that was just a, amazing.
0: I've got an X Wing like right next to me right now.
3: <laughs> Ooh.
0: Pretty dope. That's pretty life tough. size? Yeah, life life size. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna to go to Dagobah real quick, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Very, very well said, Jay. Oh, do you have more?
2: Nah, I'm go. I mean, yeah, let's just say the impact that that had. You know, sticks with you for yeah. life. Look at our, the thoughts and obsession that we all have. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And and you like you said, the rest of my top three is obviously the original trilogy, also. Um, so I think that shows. You know, it's a testament to how good these freaking movies are. Yeah, um, so got except a good for Bobby, because Bobby's a millennial. Is... But I, you know, sure you I, know I like it. to
1: change things up.
0: Do you want to guess what number three is? Uh,
1: it's it's gotta be, um, it's gotta be Return of the Jedi.
0: Yeah, you are correct, sir. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Return of the Jedi. Um, a lot. It's funny because a lot of the reasons that you stated about Revenge of the Sith, Bobby, um, are mm-hmm. similar to to this. It's a, it really is a culmination of, uh, you know, an epic story about good versus evil and redemption and, um, vir- virtue and fighting against what is the easy, you know, mm-hmm. not giving into, you know, the easy road. Um, you see Luke struggle with the dark side. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of the movie, you see him really walking that line because he freaking force chokes a Gamorrean guard. Like mm-hmm. the light side users aren't supposed to do that. So you can tell that he was kind of, uh, you know, straddling the line. For sure. Exactly. He was he was essentially a great Jedi. But but you can he also, was also see dressed
1: in black, which is really unusual.
0: Well, exactly. In A New Hope, you see him wearing white. In uh, Empire, he's wearing gray. And in uh, Return of the Jedi, he's wearing black. So yep. that's kind of the symbolism they're going for with with showing him going towards that direction of becoming a dark side user. And and once you find out um, that he is the son of Darth Vader, you kind of you're you're a little bit afraid of that um, for his character. Mm-hmm. And, but what really sells the movie is after the Battle of Endor starts and. Um, which admittedly is late in the movie um mm-hmm. but you get to see an epic uh space battle which is up until this point the best one in the series um i think rogue one kind of takes over that nowadays but yeah that um, was fun, fun but if, if you watch it now it like still holds up there's there's such great imagery and you have it's a trap and that's obviously a great <laughs> a great quote um, but not only that just the emperor's involvement um and in trying to corrupt luke You have Luke's resistance towards the dark side. You have him. um, You see his rage when he starts to defeat Darth Vader and he's overpowering him. You see him snap out of it and you see his dedication to saving his father. Um, It's all on an emotional level. It's all very, very well done. Um, And I freaking love it. And the green green lightsaber is awesome. I I love that. Oh, yeah. That that was a nice addition. (laughs) When you go back
2: to him raging over uh, Vader and then he stops. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, he sees what you say, said. Um, but also he sees Darth Vader in himself. He's exactly. like, I'm becoming that. He's looking in a mirror at that point. Well, mm-hmm. that's hinted at in Empire when he goes into the cave. Yeah, when he goes into the, yeah, cave. Goes in the cave. It's his big biggest fear.
0: And yeah. so he, he snaps out of it because he recognizes that that's the direction he's going, and that's yeah. all triggered by him cutting off Vader's hand and then being like, oh, yeah, he did that to me. That's I'm me right. Too. I'm no different. Same. So there's, there's a lot of, yeah, same, 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 thing. Um, same. So there's a there's a lot of really um, like there's there's great thematic points um, that are touched on in that movie. So um, that's why I have it as high as I do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, my top three are the original trilogy, Jays are. Um, mm-hmm. So the the rest two for you are the, the original trilogy, right, Bobby?
1: Yes, but not in the order that I think that you guys have. Them. Well, we'll see. What do you have it to? I've got Empire Strikes Back at number two. Uh, obviously it's, it's got the best twist of all time in movies with no, I am your father. You know, it's, it's like, just even like seeing that, like as a kid, like that was such a huge surprise. It's like the main, uh, the main good guy, like how, how is that even possible? Like it just, as a, as a kid, I could barely comprehend it. You know, it just, you, it just brings so much more to the table than just being some random villain, you know? Uh, which I think that's that's one of the big reasons why that movie's so good. There's a lot of great stuff about it. Uh, all the stuff with like uh, Han and Leia uh, and then going to Cloud City and all that. I th- I think their story is really good. And then Luke training and all that. It's just every, everything in that movie is just so good. The finale, where there is no real ending, they're just drifting in space. Not sure what the next step is. Like, yeah. it's... The unknown is part of what makes that movie, or the ending of that movie, so amazing. Right. What yeah, about AJ? Yeah. For number
3: two, Seven. I
2: have I have Return, Return of the Jedi for me number two.
3: Okay.
2: Um, you know, like you said, a lot of the same things you were saying about it, which made it number three for you. Um, just, it just I just bumped it up a little higher. Um, you have the same thing, Redemption. I mean, I just wrote some of these notes down: perseverance and triumph of the light side over the dark um like i said you get to see you know the two halves of luke uh conflicted fighting you know and seeing which one takes over you're not knowing you know where it's going to end up is he going to be like his father is he going to hold out and you know be be the chosen one um <clears throat> and uh, like i said a lot of thematic effects that they do in this movie um you know having half of luke's face in light half of it in dark during some scenes um mm-hmm. you know you just the way they, they visually show the struggle that he's in, um, him being in all black. Um, it just, I don't know, it just, like that's it, that's what makes it number two for me, and it's going to always... And the culmination of everything at the end also, you know, you, get kind of, you kind of feel a sense of completion. Yeah. And you don't really expect it to go, the story to go any further,
3: mm-hmm. which
2: is why I think we were surprised when we were going to get, you know you know, uh, Force Awakens, we're like, oh, where could they go from here? You know, it kind of left, right. what's going to happen? You know, I thought, it did we done. know
0: what was coming? Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> so, like, you know, there was a resolve. There was a resolution almost. Um, yeah. And only only qualms I have with it are uh, little teddy bears fighting <laughs> men with armor and technology. <laughs> but even though I still like the Ewoks. Um, I remember watching all the other Ewok specials as a kid uh battle for endor and stuff like that Yeah, with that
0: weird little Uh, rabbit
2: (laughs) the weird little rabbit i remember the giant the giant furry monster with the big floppy ears yeah uh that one sticks with me um but i mean just like i said it was it was it was the end of a perfect ending for
0: a a perfect trilogy for me yeah i think that's a great way to put it i think that they they it doesn't necessarily mean that they couldn't go anywhere with that story but it's so well done that's like Evil evil's defeated, the good guy won. You you get to see the bad guy be redeemed, and you yeah. see all, all of his friends are together. It's like, it's very... Uh, it is it, pretty much It's, it's a ending. Exactly, it's a happy and they, ending. And they did such a good job. You're like, oh, there's just,
2: there's almost a power vacuum now. <laughs> you don't get to think of that, you know? You yeah. don't get to think of the consequences, but a lot of the extended universe will uh, take over Bobby. Well, this,
0: this is a thing that I've discussed with, with Bobby before, where I was expecting to see that in the new trilogy. I was expecting to see fra- uh, you know, fractures of the empire fighting for control.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: apparently that stuff happens all off screen. We don't get to see it in the movies, but it, it did exist. Um, but it's like, that would have been so cool to see you have the first order, but then you have like another faction <laughs> of the empire. Who's like, wait, we're still in control. You have mm-hmm. Kylo trying to be the, uh, the Supreme ruler. And, but Snoke is too, but Snoke hasn't an, has another apprentice or whatever. Like, power struggle was not something that existed that should have in this in this uh, uh in the new trilogy I think absolutely yeah, uh, but that's, yeah, a as big, as that's a big that's a big see
2: that obviously in, in well it's not extended it's canon um the right. aftermath series the book well, series. it's not legends yeah um and you know it that i mean even even those books i mean I would have been happy to have that be the next trilogy even though there's no force users in it um it, i mean they're really well written and it's worth a read for anybody.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah for sure so we we're on number two right um
1: yeah you
0: want to guess what i had bobby here <laughs> since you were so confident
1: uh i'm gonna guess you had solo no a new hope <laughs> yep a
0: new hope um this this movie you just got to think about the impact that it had on the movie world um on the cinematic world um on the pop culture world just in general yeah yeah it's such a it's a phenomenon um the iconic characters that pretty much the entire cast is iconic isn't that crazy you have you have han solo luke skywalker princess leia c3po r2d2 um darth vader they're all like they're all (laughs) well-known household names isn't that that's freaking crazy like how do you absolutely insane how do you bat a thousand yeah the funniest thing
1: about that is how like besides harrison ford very few of those actors or actresses, you know, became great actors or actresses. Oh, yeah. Alec Guinness already had an established. Well, what do you mean? Anthony was. Daniels
0: was in
1: every uh, Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I mean, Mark Hamill had a uh, has had a became, definitely respectable. Uh,
1: he became um, a great voice actor.
0: Well, at, he he's been doing time. that for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying though. Um, but yeah, then what Jay said, where it was like the first thing you know, the first time that any of this stuff was done and the, the aesthetic of the whole, uh, you know, the whole world design, the ship design, um, Mm -hmm. was, was crazy. Um, and then not only that, but in a similar way, um, which again, the force awakens kind of stole this, but, um, they do kind of introduce plot threads that aren't resolved in the same movie. So, um, at the time there weren't a lot of sequels, especially for blockbusters in movies. Um, so when there's when they introduce the jedi and you're like what the hell is that and they say uh you know the clone wars and you're like oh okay and they don't ever expand on this stuff it's all just like these little they're planting seeds on world building which like i said before george lucas is so freaking good at so Mm -hmm. there's this sense of wonder when you're when you're watching this movie and all the different aliens and you know costume designs and and then you have a freaking cowboy and han solo in it and it's like Mm -hmm. that makes it relatable because it's like okay this is this is in space, but like these people are real, like regular people yeah. um, under, you know, the crushing rule of a, you know, of a government system that isn't fair. So it's like, it bridges so many gaps um, in terms of fantasy versus reality. Um, So yeah. Epic, epic movie. Um, Yeah. And everyone, and the, the acting is, is a little bit cheesy, but when you watch this movie, like it, it really just doesn't matter. The the
1: rest mm-hmm. of the, the stuff mm-hmm. is just gold. Right. Well, it, and it's like, it's it's the ultimate hero's journey also for Luke. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I, the, you know, there's other ones, you know, there's like Bilbo Baggins, uh, you know, there's Frodo Baggins. Uh, but I, I like, the, you know, there's a ton of other ones, but it's like, I feel like Luke's journey is the ultimate hero's journey. Um, you know, it's just, it's the, the kid from nowhere becoming this legendary figure. You know, it's... It's it's like, you know, the Matrix is the you know the modern version of of the hero's journey, and it's just even that's just not as good as as Luke's journey. You know, it's it's just so you wanted to be Luke Skywalker. Like you know, of course that you want like some people want to be cooler and be Han, but it's like as a little kid, like I wanted to be Luke Skywalker and save everybody. You know. Yeah, you wanted a lightsaber,
3: mm-hmm.
1: which is another thing.
0: Like the, one of the most Probably the most iconic weapon of all time, so oh, it's yeah. just another another point for a new hope. Um Okay, so I think that's all all well said. Did we get to your number two, Bobby? Oh yeah, we did uh we did Empire Strikes Back for okay. number two. So let's go to number one. I think anybody who's been paying attention knows what we got here. So why I don't mean, we just all Sam?
1: We're talking about I, a new hope here, so I'm just gonna go, yeah. I got a new hope. It's it's what started it all. Um it's I think it's the most entertaining story throughout. Um, I think that like the cast that it had was so good together. Um, the chemistry was damn near perfect. Uh I just think it's just the most fun watch of pretty much any Star Wars movie. And I just think it's the best one. Yeah.
0: I mean we kind of uh stole everything you probably could have said about this movie, but but it is what it is. (laughs) It's funny because Jay and I talked about it with such high esteem and we have it at two, so uh, Jay, should we try and synchronize this? Uh,
3: yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: okay, three, two, one, Empire, Empire strikes, back. strikes Back. You were late. Oh, you Jay, were early. What
3: the hell?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I arrived on time, as a wizard always does, or whatever the quote is. This isn't a re- revenge. What is it? <laughs> Lord of, lord of the rings discussion rings. we'll <laughs> Revenge never do that Revenge of the. Rings. anybody who's waiting for us to rank the hobbit and uh lord of the rings movies just move along it'll never happen <laughs> <laughs> just
3: kidding think, uh, incapable of doing it
0: <laughs> am i incapable of anything jay yeah
1: um okay join so us, join us next time for a uh, indiana jones marathon or uh ranking oh yeah, yeah all that, four that'd them. be good actually there's only three <laughs> movies was, only three. there's gonna
0: be a fifth and it's a continuation um, uh.
1: It's already better than the fourth
0: one. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, go ahead, Jay. Why do you have uh, Empire at one?
1: Empire, it's just more of,
2: I think, uh, it's the beginning of what we get to see in um, Last Jedi with Luke. You know, he's making his journey through uh, the Force. Um, he's almost impatient when he's on Dagobah. You, you kind of see the same, like, maybe making mistakes and, you know, rushing things a little too quickly to try to get results. Um, and then he's giving in to a lot of what. Um, Yoda was warning him about um, you know, anger and hate and pain and suffering and sadness all lead to the dark side but also at the same time you get to see um, everyone else is in distress too you know, it ends on a sad note uh, with Han Solo being frozen in carbonite and being taken off by uh, the uh, the usurper um, Boba Fett Um, no one got that (laughs) <laughs> when, you honestly, say, when you say I was waiting boba for... fett i tune
0: out <laughs> i was honestly waiting for bobby to say something i was like come on bobby do
3: it
0: do it
1: i know i know how this this goes when we talk about boba fett
2: <laughs> well bobby you bring up the point that uh, boba fett talked back to lord vader but vader did nothing well because vader knew that boba fett was a nobody and nothing <laughs> needed to be done <laughs>
0: he's like i'm not gonna waste my how time
2: <laughs> many did, how many
1: people how many people that worked for him did he kill for lesser things in that series, I'm just no. saying. <laughs> but yeah, but those were just bureaucrats. Nobody power, cares. <laughs> those aren't bounty hunters. <laughs> <laughs> no, bounty
0: hunters have way more value. You can't just kill them off.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: And um, you know, and <coughs> pardon me, and
0: we'll uh, edit, we'll that, edit that out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> uh, okay. Now okay. I have to leave it in.
2: Now uh, leave it in. Uh, Go lit. Take uh, it out. okay it's like like the bus in a a james may special (laughs) (laughs) um yeah empire i mean honestly i think that was the best made movie out of the three um it was the you know the the i want to say the climax but the pinnacle it was the halfway point obviously it's the second act is probably going to be the one to have the most stuff happen in it exciting things um as far as acting goes, we got to see a lot of Darth Vader. We get to see a glimpse of the Emperor for the first time. Um, maybe not physically, but we hear his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you just kind of get more of a feel of who Darth Vader is. Um, you get a feel for more who uh, all the characters are. Um, you know, the it's been a while. It's been, what, how long has it been since the since New Hope in timeline? It's been, what, a year?
1: It hasn't been too long.
2: Yeah, but you see how close all three of the main characters from the original um, New Hope are now. You know, obviously uh, Leia and Han are are flirting, um, even almost more serious. Scruffy
1: looking nerf herder.
2: (laughs) What do you call him, Scruffy? And then, um, yeah, and then Luke, you know, obviously that starts off of Luke's in danger. And uh, he's relying on people who aren't force users, who aren't, you know, the superhero, the chosen one. So he's kind of you see how the, he's vulnerable, mm-hmm. uh, and at the same time, you know, you get that awesome scene of uh, just the ATATs walking in to Hoth to destroy the the, the generators. Um, that was amazing. And even go back to practical effects. Um, that's what I think the strength for all three of these movies are is the practical effects. Just blow my mind.
1: Right. Uh, that's a great aspect of the original trilogy.
2: And, um, you know, and obviously it's setting up for Return of the Jedi. um, But I feel like this is the pinnacle of the three movies. It's the pinnacle of all of um, Star Wars. Uh, This movie was just uh, well-made, well-directed, well-acted by all of them. You see Mm -hmm. that matured all, especially Leia and, um, well, obviously, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill have matured Mm -hmm. in uh, their acting chops. Um, Obviously, Mark Hamill looks different. That's why they had the um, he had a motorcycle accident, right? Motorcycle accident. That's why they have him injured in the first, you know, scene um, to cover that up. I heard that was a, a,
0: that was a myth actually, but no, he um, really was in a motorcycle accident. Oh yeah, he was, but I don't. Yeah. I, I heard that that scene was already written, but really? Uh, oh okay. Yeah, that's huh. not that important
2: to yeah, what your point is, but
1: and also uh, interesting tidbit. Yeah.
2: Also, we get you know we find out obviously Bobby revealed, uh, spoiler
0: alert, <laughs> that. Uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father.
2: <laughs> you had, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you've had since
0: 1981 to see this freaking movie. You should know. Which
2: interesting note, I don't know if it's actually true. Uh, David Prost, the actual physical actor of Darth Vader, was thought to have leaked that fact during production, and now him and uh, Lucas Films are no longer on speaking terms, and he's not allowed to do uh, Star Wars celebrations. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll
3: happen. Poor guy.
0: Yeah. Same with the guy who hit the stormtrooper who hit his head on the door. He's not allowed anywhere near <laughs> Louisville. <laughs> or or door frames
2: anywhere. Yeah. But that's These all speculation. Dangerous. That's not that's your say. Uh
1: that's, that's rumor. It's allegedly. Not,
2: well, allegedly. Right. Uh, which is kinda of fun. You know
3: you
1: know what's yeah. funny about like uh, about my general uh thought on like trilogies and things like that? I generally like it more, like the, the later films more because like everything like the chemistry gets better and things like that. But for some reason, this series, I really like how it starts more than like the middle and the end. Like I just, I feel like it's just a lot more interesting to see how they meet and how they come together than once they're together. I I don't know why specifically this series, but it's just like it completely goes against how I am in most other film franchises.
0: Yeah, it is a little bit odd because usually your favorite movie is the last one you've seen.
3: Um Just so, in general. Yeah, it doesn't matter
0: if it's a franchise or not. Like when we see Bond in the next couple of months, it's gonna be your favorite movie, at least until the next movie comes out. Um yeah.
2: <laughs> What was Bobby's last favorite movie? What would you see? Uh, Rise see of Skywalker. Oh, it was Knives
0: Out. Uh, oh yeah, Knives Out. Hey, that's Which, a very good movie fantastic a, movie. I was a divisive say. director. <laughs> yeah, very. Um so yeah, I have a uh, I have Empire one also, you know, Great minds think Alike, um Jay, um not Bobby. Um have <laughs> to have be... a mind to be great. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeez, him. Uh, Gosh, that's fired. <laughs> so, with this, with everything that A New Hope did, which was like just this explosive uh, movie in terms of, we're gonna give you so much stuff you've never freaking seen before, and like this, this world is so grand and and mysterious, and you just want to know more about the world. Empire narrows that down to a. It's basically just a character movie. They're like all that other stuff that it was introduced, like we're going to expand a little bit on the Jedi stuff. Um, but really this is about the characters relationships with each other. Um, that's why Darth Vader being, uh, Luke's father is such a huge and groundbreaking decision for them to have made because it, um, it took, like Bobby said, it took like, not I wouldn't say a generic villain in a new hope, but he's very much uh like an automaton he's he's a robot he's a mm-hmm. unstoppable force you know it's a lot of movies do that where it's just like this guy just does it because that's what he does like like um
1: Ronin from like Guardians yeah
0: of the Galaxy. Ronan or the guy from Justice League the gray blob thing um oh yeah <laughs> that like that kind of um that kind of character, and it said like no this this guy has a connection with your the hero that you're rooting for. Um, And it's a connection that's way more complicated than even just someone he knew in the past. It's like his father that he never knew. And you don't really know why that's the case. Um, All we know up up until that point is that supposedly Darth Vader killed Luke's, Luke's father. So just this... huge emotional burden is put on luke skywalker and and he basically decides to kill himself at that point (laughs) and it's and it's it's insane you're you're watching a fantasy movie and you're seeing these like heavy heavy this heavy subject matter heavy Um, shakespearean kind of yeah yeah Mm -hmm. exactly that's a great way of putting it and um yeah and not only that um i think that the darth maul versus qui-gon and obi-wan fight is the more uh, physically interesting battle but this this movie empire strikes back i think has the actual best lightsaber fight um in terms of its weight um there's mm-hmm. no score in it it's just sound effects it's just that's it's all having... visceral yeah yeah that's yeah, super visceral it's like luke luke is like he at this point he doesn't know that it's his dad and he just thinks that it's just this bad guy that he's supposed to kill according to Yoda, which really fucked up by Yoda, by the way. (laughs) Yeah.
3: But so he's just
1: deleted scene, right? That, uh, from uh, return of the Jedi, I think that like Um, that came out just a few years ago where, uh, I think what was it? uh, Maybe it was Yoda talking to Obi-Wan about like how he wanted Obi-Wan not to tell him. Oh
0: yeah. I don't know about that. Actually. I'll have to look into that. Special edition yeah um, but yeah it's just like that that whole scene is crazy luke is just confronting something that he sees as pure evil and then his world is just freaking destroyed um, mm-hmm. after hearing that news um and that's just that's obviously the most impactful scene of the whole movie but there's other great stuff too like the introduction of uh of lando oh yeah um, lando's super, great, a great character too yeah super interesting character um i think just seeing more of darth vader as as a uh, A person rather than a force is uh is incredibly uh beneficial to the story um it's this movie as far as i'm concerned is a perfect movie it's my all-time favorite movie um it's the best sequel of all time in my opinion um it just does everything absolutely right Mm. um so that's why it's deserving of my number one spot um so yeah it's
1: hard to argue with that i mean i I I knew it'd be a little don't do um, it. odd to do a New Hope first, but it's just no. You know, no. Em, most people, I I would say probably at least ninety five percent of people who are actual Star Wars fans would probably put Empire first. I get it. Um, I know a lot of people that have a New Hope at number number one. So what?
0: I, Yeah, a lot of those people, lot of people are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least one of them is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, anybody have anything else to add about our list? Um, are you guys surprised by anybody else's spots?
2: no i think i, kind um, of
0: I, I mean i am
1: is it. <laughs> is it is it mine
0: yeah revenge of the sith you have it you have it really high I have you have a, yeah. it yeah and i guess I it's have not a, that bad I emotional have a five.
1: connection to it is why
0: it, it's kind of funny because really one one through five in my opinion are good movies like my one through five um mm-hmm. so it, it's it's pretty cool seeing <laughs> the, like the majority as being good movies um people listening may disagree um so i think uh if you guys think one of our lists is better than the other definitely let us know uh, maybe give us your own list um yeah. tell us we're stupid we we may be um <laughs> at least one third of us is revenge of the sith at,
1: <laughs> at four, least three what the well,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> i don't know if, i don't know if this would blow your mind a little bit but none of these movies is my favorite star wars movie
0: well, we'll get to that another time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up. Uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments. Let, let us know what you think about our, um, about our list, who had the best one. Uh, we aren't afraid to argue about that, as yeah, you can probably enough. tell.
2: Speaking of, we're not afraid to argue. If any, anyone want to shout out or call call me out on arguing about Boba Fett, I will do it all I day. I will argue Jay, with online.
1: anyone online any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> catch him catch outside. I will argue in but, person at Edwards
0: Cinema. But <laughs> I will just say, no disintegration. Oh, this is <laughs>
3: great.
0: All right, I guess that wraps it up uh, until until next time. Um, thanks for joining us on Nerd wave uh, The Nerdwave podcast. We're still working out our sign offs. <laughs> uh, Bobby pitch in did... the wave. There you go. See you next time guys.